WINS, the international news service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. It's disgusting. Hey, hey that's against the law. Well, <laughs> no, keep yeah. talking about farting. Well, I'm just talking about Lepetame and the Great Entertainer. I've always wanted like a Merchant the Ivory. Great Entertainer, that was at his like sub subtitle? No, but he was considered at the time. He's like, he was like how Al Jolson was the biggest singer. Uh-huh. Yeah. for like years but nobody likes to talk about that but like yeah it was like top notch like like performing for royalty guy there's probably a handful of people that love to talk about that <laughs> yeah but there's never been like the most <laughs> ever, performing like, this week and at the comedy mothership <laughs> with joe rogan and they're gonna c- complain about how things used to be good back then when you could get you when you could just do that and now you can't no more <laughs> And it's bull ass. Yeah, I want. I want the like the trailer where it's like castles on fire and you know like a king yelling and like this whole like I, I can't like nobody ever sunk eighty million dollars into his life story. I can't believe it. Yeah, not yet. I think not that's yet. important. I have a I have a concept for the trailer. I think it'd be amazing. But okay, I'll, what, okay, what is this? I just like you cut back and forth to like all the th- things of him performing and him falling in love and his uh-huh. like you know, on his knees crying in the rain. But as they're going, you see him laying down, st- staring up like shirtless like this. Like and kind of the, kind of pulls... the, the sarcophagus arms. Yeah. But he's just laying there, but this pulls uh-huh. back, you realize he's naked and he's in a tub of water. And then as the thing continues, you see the water is actually diminishing and he's just laying in there. <laughs> and then the camera gets closer again and it comes right to his eye and a single tear rolls down. And then it says, look at him. Wow. Yeah. It'd be really, it'd be really incredible. Can change the world. Yowie zowie, the fartist. The fartist. I even like saying it. That's not my style yeah. of humor. No, I hate. I hate fart related anything. Yeah, actual farts. Someone asked me about that once, and I was just like, "It's not. It's just not that funny." No, it's not. It's so lazy. And it's, it's like everybody's funny. agreed to make it funny. I'm really. It's like part I'm, of the social contract that shouldn't be there. Sometimes yeah. it's funny, and here's <laughs> this is my. Uh, my thing is I don't think that, and this isn't out of being PC because I, I am pro making fun of uh, a whatever, a disability or something like that. Like, I think that can be funny, but any joke with a, a little person is not funny to me at all. Like it's, and it's not even so much like, Oh, that's, I mean, there is a little bit of like, of like, well, that fucking sucks. Like, oh, but to me, it's just like, yeah, that person's very short. Like, what's right. funny about that? Like, it's right. not, it's not funny to me. Like, it's just, well, it's just, it's just like, it, I'm not even. It's this isn't even me being like particularly like sympathetic or empathetic. It's more just like comedy based. Like, yeah, yeah, that person's shorter, so yeah, it's harder for them to reach the door knob or whatever. Like, it's not like it's just not funny. I would agree with you, except for one film, mm-hmm. uh, which is Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Did you see that movie? <laughs> I, 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 I missed I, it. I, I, I have not seen that one. I um, was supposed to see it at Con, but I got swept into a Christoph Kozlowski film. <laughs> 
So, you know, that guy, the main guy, Rob Schneider or Roy Schneider, whoever it was, um, right. he walks Same in the guy. room. And we'll... I'm going to say the yeah. former, not the latter. Okay. Well, speaking of ladders, <laughs> there's a little person joke. And um, Rob Schneider walks into the room and the woman he loves is like surrounded by men who are, you know, planning on having intercourse with her. And he gets so upset that he runs towards the men. But the only one he can actually physically overpower is a little person who's there. Mm-hmm. And they're in Italy for this. And he goes, ah, and he throws the guy out the window. And the guy falls 30 stories into, you know, the rivers of Italy. And um, as he hits the waters, it's huge splashes, but the sound effect just goes Bloop, like a single drop. <laughs> and that joke works. Like, like the audience exploded laughing at that part. And I had wow. hold it against him. Because it's yeah. a really intense stunt for the for the little person stuntman that does right. it. Oh, wow. really... like Twenty stories, like out. Yeah, there were there were. A, I feel like there were a lot of little people movies when we were kids, and I can only think oh. of two, which is Time Bandits, which I I feel like holds up as a movie, and the other one, Great. which I have not seen since it was in the theater that I can remember, <laughs> is Over the Rainbow with Chevy Chase yeah. and. Uh, uh, Carrie Fisher, which yeah, I, I suspect I is not. VHS. I have oh, wow. VHS over here. I, is it... I like that movie because um, it has little person Nazis in it, including Billy Barty yeah. as a Nazi. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wait, Mike. Okay. Maybe worth re- revisiting then. Two days ago, Mike had, and I had lunch and we talked about another movie with little person Nazis in it. That movie was... Elves with Dan Haggerty. Elves with Dan oh, Haggerty. Wow. Oh, my God. I met Dan Haggerty. It's probably like a one celebrity meeting that I was ever like, uh, oh my god, it's Dan Haggerty. And he was uh, very drunk. Yeah, oh. he, he got busted. You remember that he got busted for cocaine, right? I mean, I know, but I'm not surprised. Let's look up Dan Haggerty's cocaine. Which which page of the phone book is behind you? On your wall? No. Oh me. No, this is a this is the the fill in filmography. Where you go through and then you have to fill in all the movies that you've seen and rank oh, wow. them. And uh, I haven't updated it in a couple of years, but let's say let's say we might be at fifty percent, sixty percent of all the movies ever made. Los Angeles yes, Times, April fifth, nineteen eighty five. Actor Dan Haggerty, best known as Television's Grizzly Adams, was sentenced Thursday to ninety days in county and three years probation for furnishing cocaine to two undercover police officers last year. Well, that's wow. bullshit. He wasn't even. He didn't. He was just trying to hook some people up. What I did was wrong. He admitted what the system did was not right. Yeah, I, I agree with him. I don't think that that's. So I have a question real quick. Um, I I don't know if you can talk about it or not, Zach. So I'm going to throw it out here and then we'll edit it out if uh, you can't. Now, my understanding is a couple weeks ago, Mike stopped in to see you at work and you were watching a certain movie that has haunted his entire life. Can we talk about that? Okay, so there's a release coming out. We're just doing a 10th anniversary release of um, a box set of never seen movies like movies that like maybe played theatrically or on television like <laughs> a handful of times and then never had a video release of any kind in any format right in any country so like right. i think it's going to be like eight to a dozen movies on there and one of them is a movie that mike was one of like the eight people who'd ever seen it before <laughs> mike and film. brian yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and it was weird it's like i don't even think mike and i told you that i was writing this essay for this thing and like what it was that I'd been asked to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd mentioned that you were working on a thing, but I didn't. Well, I didn't. Oh, hold on, Mike. Can you just describe 
Uh, well, I walked in and I saw it for one second. This is how old it, are you? Um, well, I, I walked into where Zach was watching okay. the movie and I froze and I said, is this, is there a part in this movie <laughs> where a guy sings a song called they blame it on the Bobo and Zach looked shocked and was like, yeah, I just watched that. And, and like, and like scrubbed, you know, like scrubbed the, the, the clip, like just guesstimated how far back and, and clicked it and exactly went to the part of a, I don't know how to describe it. A bad, what kind of, like a, it's like an alligator with a very, like, very, like, community theater in a small town paper mache mask uh singing a song called they always blame it on the bobo why do they blame it on the bobo oh no they blame it on the bobo and i saw that clip with brian at ben johnson's house in probably 1991 maybe for one second i mean it was on, it just happened to be on and it was so bizarre and and haunting and stuck in my head and not purposefully haunting but just so right bizarre that i've been you know lamenting that they blame everything on the bobo ever since then since 1990 <laughs> and i don't I think i don't think about it every day but most days but most days <laughs> But most of the time, it it wakes me up from a, a cold, uh, cold sleep. But yeah, so I freaked out, and I I mean I think Zach can attest to, to my my shock. Yeah, he's, he's, right. actually, he's going like, like yeah. he's really being that, but like without irony, is like for real. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> I put I put my I put my hands up to cover my mouth in a. In a Richard Simmons is shocked at something David Letterman would say way, and <laughs> not really on purpose, that. you know. Like you not, really like, right? Like you really did that. Not and not not out of reference or anything like that. I was just generally so shocked at this thing because there's not a ton. There's a couple movies that are. Mm -hmm. There's a TV show that I'm still trying to like track down what it was. Uh huh where this kid who may or may not have been Mino Pellucci gets trapped. I don't think oh, it God. was him. He gets trapped in a, in a uh -huh. weird uh, psychedelic. It's like all like a green screen. It's called the garbagery and he's playing baseball and he goes like, he finds a secret door. It's all shot in real world. But then when he goes in this room, it's just like him and everything else is animated and, and it, I remember it being very like psychedelic, like strobing colors, and there's like a weird face of or uh -huh. some sort of like animated thing that he's talking to, and that's about all I remember about it. And that the plate that the weird nether zone he went to was called the Garbagery, and um, it was it showed on Nickelodeon. Uh -huh. um, was it part of the Third Eye show, Nickelodeon? I, I I don't know. I have no. That's that's where it starts and stops. That's that's all my information. Hmm. Like I remember, I remember it. And I remember talking to a kid about it uh -huh. in like 
in like junior high or high school. So I'd seen it beforehand. And he was like, yeah, I remember he remembered that it was called the garbagery because I'd even forgotten that aspect. But I, I, de I definitely uh, I, I don't you know, it, it was probably Canadian because most of most Nickelodeon, early Nickelodeon stuff was right. Australian, too. They do a lot of Australian stuff on the third eye. Mm hmm. OK. Do you remember the opening of the Third Eye show? That was like the supernatural. I don't, I don't think movie. I've ever seen the Third Eye. Uh -uh. It's very similar to the opening of Unsolved Mysteries, where it's like gives you this like weird blood curdling, like like ghosty, soulless yeah. future feeling. And um, it's all these like it's one part. It's all these children in a room, but they've all been like turned gray, and they like they have no eyes or mouth, and they're just like heads tilted forward. It's wow. it's really it's really intense, and I love that show. And it, it was like always international like weirdness. Um. Like Alien Lover, I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Like that weird uh -huh. British shot on video TV special is like really strange, but they played all kinds of stuff on there. And I think what you're talking about, I might remember that from the Third Eye. Nickelodeon got a whooping in the early '90s because they made that movie Crybaby Lane about the um, abortion that comes back for revenge. Oh wow! Whoa. And it it played once, and it was like so disturbing and upsetting that Nickelodeon like apologized and said we will never run that again. Wow! Is and that exist somewhere? I got a I got a bootleg DVD. Really? Oh wow! I yeah. do. I did like. Was it Canadian? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, it was a weirdly a U.S. production. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. Nice. Crybaby Lane. I do remember, uh, and Mike was the one who solved this this mystery, like like turning on being at my aunt's house in like 1982 and turning on HBO, and there was an animated movie with cussing in it, and it was like, oh wow. And I remembered watching it, and I didn't remember very much about it. And Mike was like, "Oh, that's a uh, Twice Upon a Time." Yeah, I think you showed it to me on VHS on a VHS yeah. bootleg. Yeah, I had and, a VHS uh, bootleg. I don't think I have any more, but yeah. And then we watched it on DVD a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, it's got it's got redeeming moments, but it's also just got a lot of some filler yeah. in there. There's 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 a lot of like the dirty like is that Ralph Bakshi popped out like there's like. A bunch of dirty '70s animation stuff. That there was like a whole genre. Like there's that Tarzan movie. It's like a sexy Tarzan parody. With oh no, I don't know that at all. It's all yeah, kinds of silly shit. But yeah, like Fritz the Cat and like the Bakshi whole wave of stuff. Yeah, we spawned a bunch of filthy '70s animation. Right. Yeah. And uh, my genre of choice. Uh... Welcome to the International News Service. <laughs> We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with. I'm Mike Wiebe, and this week we have special guest, film historian, and uh, collector of lost souls, Zach Carlson. Hey, Zach. That's too accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, good morning. How you going? been since the last time we uh, talked to you? Oh, uh, Mike could probably answer that. Um. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of dead hearts, a lot of broken bodies. That's right. Nice. That's good. That's that's good for the tombstone. Yeah, dead hearts yeah. and broken bodies. <laughs> Y'all, I just woke up from the most powerful power nap that there's ever been, and uh, I'm I'm I feel I feel awake, feel good now. I'm drinking some tea, but man, it is. It feels like I feel like I just got up from surgery. It was such an intense <laughs> nap, and I have to think it was a lot of it's because of the heat and how goddamn fucking yeah. hot it is. It's true. Because Jesus Christ, this is the worst. I uh, did I tell you last week how I felt how I fell asleep at work? Quote unquote, fell asleep. Uh -uh. How, how's this? 
Well, I've got a, I've got a medical condition mm-hmm. where my blood is three times thicker than it's supposed to be. Um, and so does that I mean you have three times as much? Uh, no, but oh, well, okay. I have three times as many red blood cells. That's not very as okay. funny as having three times too much blood. Okay. I probably like those old sixties issues of Superman where he becomes fat. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I had that, it's always um, a Jimmy Olsen. I love. I have every issue of Jimmy Olsen. All one hundred and seventy-four oh, wow. issues. All of them. Nice. All of them. My favorite, like, major company series of all time, and where Darkseid came from. Yeah, from once Jack Kirby took over, that yep. series took a weird, crazy turn. I have the it Don Rickles uh, issues. Yeah, no, there's a great Kirby did this amazing storyline where Jimmy Olsen goes to a planet of that's warring Frankenstein monsters versus Draculas, <laughs> and wow. he like has somehow leads them into like peace together. Wow. <laughs> it's great, but anyway, I don't mess with Frankenstein's no more. Not, not no more. No, no, no. But, um, yeah, so we were talking about, uh, wait, what did you just go off of? Uh, Before that, I forget. Shit. I've been, I've been, I've been, yeah, kissing hands and shaking babies. That's, nice. I mean, yes. Shaking babies. Uh, you fell asleep. You fell asleep. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. fell asleep at work. I have blood condition. Right. And sometimes I don't get enough oxygen to my brain and I get migraines or different things happen because those capillaries, they don't like all the thick blood, the maple syrup blood like I got. Right. So, um. I was at work and then I get a certain kind of dizzy sometimes where I'm like, Oh, I've got about 10 seconds to like lay down or sit down before I'm just going to like hit the ground. But as I kind of pushing it, I'm like, I can get this one box moved before then. And the next thing I knew I woke up in the pitch black seven and a half hours later, I had no idea where I was. Oh shit. And I turned on the light and, um, I had passed out, knocked over a table and all the table, everything on the table, which is a lot of boxes had then fallen down on me while I was laying there unconscious. And, oh my god! Yeah, that was last Tuesday. I didn't tell you about that, Mike. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, <laughs> but like they, the they entire, my entire work day was me covered in boxes and a little bit of blood from the mouth. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. So this yeah. week we have a true crime story that sort of is a viral internet story, and Mike has a new story for us and get to know your podcast. Yeah, I do. I do, but it's it's a story ripped from the headlines. <laughs> it might remind you of a story from two weeks ago that Mike covered. Ripped from the headlines. Also ripped from the headlines. Uh, so, <laughs> so our first story comes to us from The Guardian. Ooh, of the galaxy? No, just The Guardian. The, the, the Red Guardian, as in the... Who was Red Guardian? He was uh, Red Guardian. I don't. Was he Wait, like is, that the, the, is that Russia's Superman? Yeah, I think it's Russia's Superman. Red Guardian. Oh wow! No, I think that was. I might have moved on to. I only read indie comics by then. Uh, <laughs> you mean the Indiana Jones series? But yeah, Steve those are good. Oh yeah, those are pretty good. Unlike that new movie. Woo! <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Wait, did that come out? Yeah. Did anyone it's, care? Um, I don't think anybody cares. It was so like passable that like everybody's just kind of like, okay, I guess that's a movie. Did, did Shia LaBeouf reprise his role? No, he's dead. <laughs> okay, there you go. Poochie returned. Poochie had to return to his own planet, <laughs> and oh yeah, he died on the way home. That's basically it's really basically what they do. They're just they, like, they really killed him off though. Yeah, they kill him off. Oh, oh wow. yeah, oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh man. Oh. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and funny. 
and funny it's it's too long there's a whole uh there's a whole action set piece sequence that introduces antonio banderas and gives him like three lines and it is the most i've never seen a more disposable clearly (laughs) clearly like why don't we edit this other than it feel it feels it just it feels like 10 10 to 15 minutes of absolutely useless time. Like the set piece is not <laughs> impressive enough that it needs to be in the movie at all. Uh-huh. Um, and there's no new information delivered. It doesn't like really further the plot. It's just kind of this weird, like st- extra stumbling point. Oh, wow. It has like plenty of big action set pieces and stuff like that. Right. Um, there's like one line of dialogue that you, you know, you would just move that to a different scene and um, <laughs> you, and you're fine. Um, but yeah, it's weird. Indiana Jones is sad the whole movie. Of course. Cause his kid's dead and his wife left him and he's really ready to go. And yeah. Wait, she left him again. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Where did she leave him this time? Like, you know, um, well, after their kid died, they could never get their shit back together. Okay. So he spends well, the whole movie. 30. Yeah, I thought he was immortal because he drank from the uh, Holy Grail. That's Indy. We're talking about the kid. Oh well, yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah, okay. That's no, a kid, Shia LaBeouf. If he dies, big deal. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, for sure. He um, in so real life, he spends, and he spends a whole movie screen. like really like a really sad uh, character. Like he's 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 you know, and, and not just like the the sadness of seeing an eighty nine year old man trying to do action stunts, but like. <laughs> But like he's his character's like not happy. And then it all ties up nice though. It it ties up in a happy, in an inexplicably happy way. Uh-huh. But um but right up until that last I, I I don't know. I'm probably spoiling it for people. I don't know, maybe I should cut that if people haven't seen it, but also I don't care. <laughs> you know. Can we talk about movies again sometime? Just kidding. We always that's what we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I've got some I've got some James Bond uh, curiosities that I wanted to run by some thinking folks like uh-huh. you and the listeners of your show. But we can wait okay. for a more appropriate time. We can wait for the right. Okay. Well, like, maybe no. maybe on a future get to know your podcast, Mike could do James Bond, and then we could do like a little. Get to know, know your James Bond cast. Get to know your James Bond cast. Indeed. I like when everybody just stares at me and I'm like, I what am I supposed to do? There's a pun somewhere with a quantum of solace to mock the stupidity of that title that we that you guys could use for that episode. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So I was in San Francisco walking down the street and the quantum quantum of solace was playing across the street at the theater, and this guy goes, I don't like those artsy fartsy movies. I'm not going to see that one. And his uh wife or the woman he's with goes, Oh yes. I've heard that one's very artsy fartsy, and all I can think is it's fucking James Bond. This is because they didn't know one of those words. That's yeah. why they said that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's 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 really dark. Then we did suck though. I mean, they saved money. Like they they were ultimately they made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Artsy yeah. fartsy. That's what uh, that's what old LePew the Entertainer was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so true. I wonder if that came from him. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, seriously, he was huge. Um, yeah, I just had some James Bond like revelations while I was laying face down in the in the, in the dark room. 
All right, give us one. Give us one. Yeah, give us one. Give us a little taste here. Somebody's playing, you know, somebody, because this is, this is uh, viewed by, or listened to by uh, everybody on earth. So someone will Mm -hmm. steal this idea now, but it's insane to me that a, Mm -hmm. there's only been one female bond villain, which is Octopussy. And her name was Octopussy, which kind of negates any sort of like impression that women make in the James Bond series, you know, but also he's had sex with so many women who then Uh in turn, like by falling for him, are sabotaging their relationship with their bosses. Yeah. That there's never been a Bond villain who's his kid, his illegitimate kid, who's like, my mother died because of you. Like, I don't oh, want to yeah. dis- I don't want to destroy England. I want to destroy you. And it's yeah. his own kid going out to get vengeance for his mother being that killed by, be some, by some, I like, was initially gonna out. say same, but then that's happened to me. So you know. oh, yeah. But yeah. isn't that weird? Like it's like he's been around as a character long enough where he could have like a 40-year-old son yeah. or daughter. Yeah. Better yet, daughter being like yeah, you destroyed my entire family with because you wanted sex with some woman. Like we, like my my mother suffered and died. Yeah, and yeah. now you will, and everyone you love will, and like that's the villain. You know, it's so personal. Yeah, that'd be great. It should happen. That should happen. That would be good. <laughs> I don't think James Bond is capable of loving anybody, though. I think he is basically a serial killer that has the right job. He's a man on a mission. <laughs> no, License to Kill is just no a love. love. <laughs> license to Kill is just him getting revenge for his best friend and his girlfriend getting killed. Okay. And, he's he's, and he quits revenge. his job and just takes one gun and goes out to kill everybody. And it's great. Nice. License yeah. to kill. Who's I have in that one? Which that's one is Timothy that? Dalton, is that right? Yeah. Timothy Dalton's D. a way underrated Bond. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think he's great. Is that he's like a little bit human. He's like a little bit tired, you know? That's V to a kill. That's V to a kill, yeah. Oh, that's the last that's great. That one's great. People are so they they don't champion that movie enough. Cause because Nazis, again, Nazis create the ultimate man, and it's Christopher Walken with his like blonde hair. That's the oh, ultimate wow. man. Wow. And who's his girlfriend? Grace Jones. Yeah. Well, you know. Grace Jones working with Nazis. Again, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> um, so, Dolph Lundgren got, did, oh, did you get ahead. to meet Dolph Lundgren at Fantastic Fest? Did, I, had to, I had to lure him out of a car with the promise of a Frappuccino. Really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren uh, and like, yeah, and... um. Paltrow, did, essentially the same person. He was just like, I can't, I can't do this. And you're like, come on, what do I got to, I'll get you a Frappuccino. Yeah. And he's like, okay. We had a big boxing event. Uh-huh. And we just had Dolph Lundgren make a surprise cameo. And make the audience go, ah, yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> and we get him out there and it's like 1230 at night. And he's just like, yeah, do you have a Frappuccino I could have? And I was like, uh, well, Starbucks all closed hours ago, but I could go get to 7-Eleven and get one. And he's like, oh, come on. I'm like, come on, I'm going to break into a Starbucks and make you a drink. What do you want me to do? And it turned into this weird thing. And I was just like, look, man, like you're already here. Like, do it or don't do it. And he's like, all right, fine. And he did it. He's a lot shorter than I remember, than I thought he would be. He was shorter? I remember when I, fight him, when I fought him that one time. Yeah, I was, I, was, we, I was taller than him, I remember. I feel like that with Fabio. I'm taller than Fabio. It blew my mind. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I, met, I was in line behind him at a supermarket. And... Online it says he's six three, but that's untrue. Or he was standing in a hole. Yeah, he was standing. <laughs> he was he was squatting just to to get he didn't want to be noticed by ladies. Yeah. Ladies at the supermarket were back. They, you know, they used to sell romance <laughs> novels at the supermarket. Yeah, not I mean, that long ago. Still, no, I don't. I mean, they still sell gun magazines at the supermarket, which is confusing to me. Yeah, they had a um. 
they had um, romance novels in the ch- by the checkout lines, or one checkout line in Walmart last time I was there. They still have that. Oh wow! Oh nice. Yeah, man, those things are sexy too. I, <laughs> my grandmother had about four thousand of them, and I remember like just like going like after she passed away, I was like we were like cleaning out some of her stuff, and I remember just like randomly picking out books and just opening up pages and like. <laughs> you know, one, like, I don't know, four out of every five times it would be to like a, something with a, a page that had something about purple warrior or throbbing or love hole. And <laughs> no, like they that. and they're like, grandma, what the fuck? I didn't know she was love such hole. a horn dog. It explains why she was always running around topless. In a, in appreciation of your grandmother, can I commission a needle point that shows like a little, Ooh. Pastoral house with a little like white picket fence, and underneath it just says "love hole." Love hole. <laughs> the love house. Soon we'll be making another come. The love hole. What was the name of the guy that everybody loved on Love Boat? The um, the the gopher bartender guy, Isaac. I thought that was Isaac. The Isaac. Okay. Because we did not. We had an Adult Swim show, and we got our auditions in, and one of them was Isaac. And then what? a friend of mine had an adult swim show, and he's like, yeah, Isaac from Love Boat auditioned. And I'm like, he just desperately wants to be on an adult swim series, that actor. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, how weird is that? No, I mean, not that weird. I bet he's got, like, some cool, cool, like, kid or, or you know, nephew or niece. It's like, this is this is what kids like right now. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's definitely, the like... We got were Isaac, uh-huh. Tiny Lister, you know, who was um, oh. from Friday. Yeah. yeah, Zeus. Zeus. He I, he's always Zeus to me. I know it's true. Doki. Yeah, he. Um, yeah. He was. Ki- uh, he was killed by by uh, the pandemic. That, that yeah. Oh, wow. man. Killed by COVID. Yeah. And then Eddie Deason. Those are the three people that we got for the same part. He has dementia now, I think. Right. I'm hoping that's what it is because he keeps getting in trouble for stalking that lady, and I'm a huge fan uh, of his. That's right. And I got to know. I got to know him a little bit, and he's really nice, and I hate seeing him go through this. Yeah. Kill okay, Christ. so back right, to the story. Ahead. Yes. <laughs> so this comes to us from the Guardian. What are the Guardian? Uh, uh, in this case, de- public decency. No. Okay. So this t- was submitted to us by Blake, and uh, we haven't had a Blake story in a while. So thanks, Blake. Thank you, Blake. I've. So I've almost covered this story several times, but with a criminal trial pending the week after this drops, it seems like a good time to talk about the Somerset Gimp. Oh, yeah, I know about this guy. Uh-oh. Uh, since at least 2018, the UK county of Somerset has had regular sightings at night of a of its own special kind of cryptid. There are at least 14 reports of people claiming this cryptid would allegedly run up to unsuspecting people and then writhe and grunt while dressed in a masked bodysuit that made him look like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. The Somerset gimp was arrested in May after police responded to a call from a female motorist reporting that someone wearing a black bondage suit had jumped out in front of her car. The Somerset gimp is alleged to be a 32-year-old local man named Joshua Hunt. And though the Somerset Gimp never hurt anyone, he has now been charged with six counts that include two counts of what's called a fray or basically scaring people. So apparently in England, 
if it's a crime to make people go like, Father, I'm very afraid. Uh, let's see. One it's count. It's a crime to scare people uh, in England to, to make them afraid. Afraid. Yes. Right. You know, that's the weakest country in the world. That is is just, I mean. They've never seen a gun over there. They don't even know what they look like. Uh, It feels like, yeah, we, I get why we won that war. Yeah. The American Revolution 250 years ago? Probably because we're like, hey, don't come. If you think you want to take us over, guess what? There's a there's a witch that lives here. <laughs> no. No. Oh yeah, she's she's uh, she she's got a big she got big long bony fingers and she's um, got and she's what? got uh, a necklace with the uh, uh, teeth. Father, I'm so afraid. I'm f- I'm afraid. Please arrest America Fray. for me. I'm afraid. But then you get like the but then the maniacs there are really kind of good like not this guy but like the, like the beast of Jersey didn't he wear like human skin and stuff like they got some weird ones oh there are some like yeah there's the beast there's Fred of Jersey You're talking about Glenn Danzig is that the guy who was in the cult who murdered his family no he was just some guy that would just roam around at night and his wife didn't know he was doing it but he's like wearing it was like Leatherface oh wow yeah but like I mean, he was from there like Have you, you've heard about the uh female version of leather's face named lavender face <laughs> she's like a sexy le- leather face <laughs> but she's her name's lavender face shout out to 120 episodes ago she's yeah it's the gender it's the gender swapped version of Leatherface. Her name's Lavender Face and she's got big old bouncy jugs and she's <laughs> She's like Leatherface, but she's just sexy, and she she's got one of those hillbilly outfits on that are you know we talked about earlier. They're they're real tight. It's like a it's like a tube of a dish rag with big jagged <laughs> little Abner fucking you know Barney Rubble style outfit on. But then she's got a crazy evil face, but you still. Uh-huh. Kiss her. <laughs> kiss her Mike's, Mike's making face. Mike's making light of the fact that I'm I'm like uncontrollably attracted to hillbilly women in movies. Okay, like that's, that's like my number one thing. Like, say like a black and tooth right here. Like, so it's like yeah. it's over. Big like, fat mama too. Crystal Gordon Lewis movie. Woo. Uh, yeah. oh, so uh, the Somerset Gimp has also been charged with one count of having a bladed item, two counts of putting someone in fear of violence, and one count. <laughs> Of outraging public decency. What? That's putting outrageous. someone in fear. <laughs> putting wait, putting someone in fear of violence. Right, in fear of violence. Well, that's. Mm. I mean, that's basically what uh, assault is. Is that you have the, uh, you know, you have the anticipation that there were, is going to be imminent uh, offensive contact in some way. Shit, I worry about that all the time. I can't charge anyone with that. I'm afraid one's gonna trying to hit me because they think that I'm uh <laughs> what's the snipe? I was gonna say Sabian Glover, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know who I, that uh... is. He's a tap dancer. <laughs> so I mean you, you know why. <laughs> so... I just, they think that 
Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I've only got I've got two sentences, but I got one long sentence and one short sentence. But uh, so Joshua Hunt is also banned from wearing a mask or possessing one in a public place, wearing all black, all in one clothing, and he is not permitted to crawl, wriggle, or writhe on the ground while wearing a full body covering or a mask. The trial of the Somerset Gimp is scheduled to begin on August sixteenth. Wait, Wait, so th- this is what they're proposing? No, no, they is... the judge has ordered him not to do those things until January. Like she's mm-hmm. given him an order, a court order saying like you can't do any of these. 5 what months without wriggling on the ground in a full body suit? How's he supposed I... to How's he supposed to express himself? Yeah, how are you, how are you supposed to get how are you supposed to get your have food? What I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is that we send him an INS shirt, which is completely legal under this order, and he can rig- wriggle and ride all he wants. Is there a way we can send him some merch, though, for real? Apparently, I, w- I would love to, but it- apparently he's, like, super, like, non-talkative, non... Like, he won't talk to anybody well, about he'll any of this. probably open up when we reach out to him. <laughs> he's probably had... You've uh, never had a news news show be kind to him. All these other well, news shows okay, are that's mocking fine. him. And making fun of him, and here right. we are reaching out to him. Now, is can you legally do that in America? What do could you mean? You, could you? Could a, I mean? Those are so specific. It'd yeah. be like if Mike, you're not allowed to wear red sneakers anymore. Like it just seems oh. like a weird, a weird like. How do you make a law that like all those things are not laws? It applies right. to one person. I mean, yeah. you could be a, a judge can order you to do a lot of things. I doubt an American judge could they they could try to do something like this, but I think that absent like a, a conviction, they can't really say uh, don't don't wear a mask in public. I think that would like, be really hard to uh, allow to put on a mask and a bodysuit and go wriggle around on the ground in his front yard. Oh. Uh, I don't know how property law works in England. Probably not, because you can't be naked in your front yard. Yeah, but that's not naked. That's wearing a <laughs> bodysuit. I guess as long as you're not making anyone else afraid. Oh, yes, he's going to cause some fray if he does that. But what if you just, like, like I make people afraid all the time because <laughs> I'm fucking jacked, you know? And I'm, like, walking uh-huh. around. I'm walking around the grocery store, and sometimes I'll sometimes I'll wear a sleeveless Iron Maiden T-shirt, and I look like I look like a fucking force to be reckoned with, you know? Oh yeah. I got a I got a cute tattoo of a puppy dog on my <laughs> on my bicep, and people think, oh my god, this fucking biker is gonna slit my throat and open up the wound and uh-huh. piss in the wound and right. then pick my entire body up and drink his own piss out of the out of the out of the head hole wound. Well, and they're correct. But I'm not going to do that. Oh, listen, okay. I, listen, I'm telling you, I'm not going to do that. But are people afraid that I might because of how fucking intimidating I look? Yes. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, and admittedly, it's a valid fear. I look frightening. Like I look, uh-huh. I look like I could rip apart man, woman, child, steel, titanium, balls yeah unobtainium i look like i could rip apart a chunk of unobtainium uh-huh. and throw it away and that would scare not only the humans but the uh-huh. navi the, yeah. Net, the netanyahus right that live on that planet 
So I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know how you can enforce non-frayness. <laughs> when you're like an interstellar terrorist every time you walk out of the door. And admittedly, I the, the things that I find uh-huh. frightful, there are people that I look at and then I'm like, oh, that guy. I mean, I'm not like afraid like I want to run away, but like, uh-huh. you know, you see somebody like things that make you afraid, like a bumper sticker. Like if somebody has a mm. bumper sticker that's like a black, blue, blue lives or whatever, like they're uh-huh. they're doing that to be afraid. That doesn't scare me. But say there's somebody with a fucking I love Dave Matthews bumper sticker. <laughs> And I'm like, then I'm a little afraid. I'm afraid of that uh, fucking psychopath that right. has, you know, that has weird, you know, it's fucking, hey, hey, motherfucker, it's 2023. <laughs> and that's what you got on there, you know? Right. It, that, you, that is, that is that's scary. That's yeah. freaky. It, it, maybe it's not scary, but it's freaky. Okay. Or someone that has a bumper sticker that says, my other car is a TARDIS. <laughs> or a, a bumper sticker says, "This is my TARDIS." You think what? Like I'm afraid of the idea that what if I get? What if I have to? What if I have to talk to them about, right. about something? Well, are you afraid that you'll have to talk to them, or are you afraid that you'll talk to them and they'll decide and fall in love with them? Oh, well, that's that's pretty scary. <laughs> it's happened before. There's a squirrel lady in Austin. Do you know about this? Her car's covered in stuffed squirrels and photographs oh, of squirrels that she has like shellac to her car. Wow. Really? It is S-Q-R-L-L-D-Y, squirrel lady. Wow. And I, All I, we I, have in Denton is the flat earth guy. You got the, the, they have a flat earth guy in Denton. Tell me yeah. about the flat earth oh, guy. So, so you can see this. If you, I'm telling, letting our listeners know, if you go to Google and just write Denton and flat earth, his car and his house and his truck will come right up. They'll be your yeah. first results. But yeah. uh, every... So he he lives kind of close to the Denton Square. It's maybe like a mile. And so every every day, once it's free parking on the square, and then every weekend day, he will drive his car up and park like at a super visual visible the same spot and uh, leave it there. And his car is like this beat to shit. It must be twenty five years old. I don't know what kind of car it is, but it's all dented. But it's you don't even notice the dents. What you notice is the big is all of the shoe polish he's written on about how the earth is flat and COVID is a hoax. And I think he's got big flags hanging off for flatter stuff. And he's something about like, uh, uh, like 22 proofs. Check it. Google this. And I, the last, the last thing I don't agree with, but everything else I'm on board. But told, yeah, think, the, the yeah. city. Wait, oh, wait, then he's got he's got another truck that's that's like that. But moreover, if you drive past his house, it's all like it's got all that shoe polish on all the windows, and it's got like this. Uh, I think there's a either in the truck or in the front yard is like a telescope that's turned some kind of way to like point back at the Earth. I think. Do you guys know about what the flyer theory like about? where that comes from and like it was like edmund hillary like the great explorer it was like the one who started it oh wow oh really that, no i'm sorry that's hollow earth but then that led to oh, a, lot of earth, yeah, yeah. a lot of the flattest supposition well, the hollow is, earth is real i mean that's not well yeah i mean i've read the uh shit i forgot the name of that comic book oh hellboy vprd they'd had one no 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 the uh the fantasy one the mike grell one 
Oh, uh, Gr- I'm not Grimjack. Um, I've read the Warlord comic book plenty right. of times. You can't tell me that's not real. <laughs> no, the, the, the Hollow Earth and Flat Earth stuff is so crazy. I told Mike I went on a date with a girl that seemed like it was going well, and then she was all Flat Earth. And, and I was just like, great. Yeah. No, I've, had that same, I've had that same date, but Libertarian. Yeah. I, I had that date, and it was uh, Trans Libertarian. What is Trans Libertarian? She was a trans woman that was like libertarian and also, oh, also wow. pro Trump. That's what? that's hard to wrap How? my head around. Well, <laughs> the libertarian pro Trump is not yeah that hard to wrap my head around. But but, but trans like being treated like shit by both. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, I met two black trans women that were pro Trump too, and I was like, he would murder you right now with like right. a, with like a you know pocket knife. Like, well, yeah. the joke's on us. He's going to be president again. So I don't know about that, but we'll see. I don't know about not that either. I don't want that to happen. I'm just saying. I'm just praying for it. To happen. Mike, just, Mike is saying he wants that to happen. I don't want that to happen. I just need that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just true. It's like in the same two months, I met two black trans women who are friends of my roommate. Who's a Latina trans woman, and 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 she's like, yeah, my friends love Trump. I was like, no, they don't. And I went up and I was like, I was like, I know you don't know me, but what the fuck? I was like, explain this. And they're just like, he's he says it like it is. He's my guy. Mm-hmm. It's wild. He does say it like it is. <laughs> he says it like something. Yeah. Anybody who says things like they are, isn't that just saying things that are wrong? <laughs> I mean, but it just says things like they are. Right, right. It's just, it's such like a nondescript way of just saying like, I don't know. He, he hates the same people I do. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Whatever. No, it, it just, just, it, it is there to legitimize being the worst part of whoever you can be. Yeah. I'm, I'll never, it, that's, I think for the rest of my life, I'll never, I'll never understand how he was able to. No, Other than, oh, I, I understand guess, it, but I get, well, I just, I guess that. I don't know. There's certain people in my life that I guess were always a lot more cruel than they ever let on. Right. Until they got permission to openly, openly be that cruel. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Is, is this guy an INS hero? Um, no, because he hasn't won yet. Because okay. INS heroes are winners, and okay. we we don't like people that aren't winners. Okay, so we it, we it's... hate we hate Trump, and we don't like we we like our we like our heroes to win. <laughs> what I'm saying. This is the worst. <laughs> so the worst thing he said. That's like John we... McCain, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said he said that. He said, I like my, my war heroes to not get caught or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. God. so if in a week, this guy goes in front of the judge and his case is dismissed. Winner. Well, I do. I feel, I feel bad for him. I think he's being, I think he's being persecuted. I think there's a witch hunt out against him. <laughs> and, and, and I also think that's happening to the uh, bondage gear guy too. Who? We haven't seen his face, so it could be. I can show you his face. No, no, I'd rather just think it could be Trump. Yeah. Okay. No, There's he, a guy. Go ahead. Oh, he's 32 he, in British. He's not. Yeah, mm. and he. Could, I don't think there's there's no existing uh, gimp outfit that Trump could fit into. <laughs> they don't they don't make them that big. 
There was a young criminal in Seattle who was, um, I don't know if he's into like gimpware, but he was a uh, sexually adventurous man named Josh Hunt also. Um, but he was like doing swindles and he got in trouble for that and went to maximum security prison. because He was such like a crazy financial monster, you know, of crime, but his nickname became the junt. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was really weird. And people, he got out of jail and it was like, the junt is back. And it was like, a, it was like a thing. So maybe if you name your son, Josh Hunt, he's going to be a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. But, so this is kind of related. I hadn't considered this, but have you guys seen, I'll, I'll post this in the comments on social media. Uh, I forget how to share my screen. There it is. You guys seen this picture of Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke? Yes. All gimped I love up. it. I love it. Oh, wow. That picture is so good. Yeah. This is wow. from 1995. I think, I think it was Vogue or uh, Cosmopolitan. They did a, like a spread on classic TV. And so the two of them dressed up in bondage gear. Yeah, you can tell he wasn't supposed to be shirt, wearing a shirt, and he like opted for a T-shirt under his yeah. vest. Right. I would have, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> she looks amazing in that picture. Oh yeah, yeah she, she looks great. Fucking hot. <laughs> she does. She was so hot. Oh, she always was. I mean, she yeah. was, but then the best she could do was. Uh, I am not good with names tonight. Uh, who was it in the Mary Tyler Moore show? Great actor. Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Benny Hill. Well, she's married a couple times, right? Oh, I'm sure. At once. At once, yeah. <laughs> if she you're partied. lucky. She partied. That's real big of me. She was married to Joshua Hunt for a while. <laughs> wow, that was a real May-December yeah. relationship. It was, it was amazing to me when Burt Reynolds at the height of his, like, pinup you know, type popularity of yeah. women. He was like the beefcake king. And then he married, and then he dated Dinah Shore, who was like yeah. 25 yeah. years older than him. I thought that yeah. was awesome. He was and, like crazy in love with uh, Tammy Wynette too. Was she older than him? I don't know, but I just, it just seems like different worlds. Maybe it's not when I think about him in his kind of pseudo cowboy persona. I think he, he was older than her though. He was a Georgia boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do the laugh. <laughs> I was trying to do the laugh. That that um, yeah, him on on like when they go off on their like vomitous like laugh riot things on the Tonight Show with yeah, uh, it was seriously amazing. Didn't they they that Saturday Live, right? With the uh, yeah, there was, that was one of my favorite favorite bits where it was just it was it was Carson doing like things got a little weird. They're doing like a, a a faux clip Carson clip episode uh-huh. and um. Yeah, and they just cut to uh, yeah, it's it's Johnny Carson with his pants down, and he's got a pie smashed on his on his crotch, and uh, Chris and Farley, Thunder. Thunder. yeah, and then Chris Farley is uh, is Dom DeLuise and just starts looking in the camera and going <laughs> <laughs> laughing like Dom DeLuise, and then just pisses his pants. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> so the first to... urination on network television was on Carson because that monkey peed on his head in front of everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember this is a crazy Carson thing. Uh, this one time they were uh, Carson was talking because it was it was during the Cold War, uh-huh. and and Carson's talking some sh- shit. There's some news headline. The setup was something about Russia uh, trying to get back into the space program, and and then Johnny Carson goes. 
you know, if if Russia really wants to get back to the moon, I'd like to give him the opportunity right now. And he turns around and moons the camera, takes down his pants and moons the camera. And they did a big blue dot over his ass when he mooned the camera. And I ran in and told my mom, I was like, this just happened. And it was so funny. And, and my parents wouldn't believe me. They refused to believe me that it happened. And at that time, there's no way. How would you have been such a good liar suddenly? And what a very specific lie for me yeah. to make up. And to be excited about it, like, like you had to have thought for a while, like maybe practice, like what, what level of enthusiasm is just right for this? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, it's little things like that that really, I think, fucked me up permanently. Yeah. I had that happen as an adult, like that, like um, Invaders from Mars thing where you're like, I'm trying to convince you of something very important. And everybody's like, uh-huh. Right. You know, like. I had that like not long ago, like 10 years ago, but I was already, you know, 70. And um, <laughs> I was at Comic-Con and this woman, I'd never seen Game of Thrones. I never will. But like this lady was there and I, I all I knew was I saw a naked woman and she had a rubber bat like from like a dollar store uh-huh. for Halloween over the front of her lowers. Like, like a rubber bat is like dangling like off center, you know, like she was totally uh-huh. exposed. And then to cover her nipples, she had nipples. Like fake nipples over her right. real nipples. Genius. And that was it. And I guess there's a character on Game of Thrones who's naked a lot and has like a bat or a little dragon or something. Yeah, yeah. That happens. The uh yeah, like the main the main lady gets there she there's a scene where she gets burnt all her clothes get burnt off and she wakes up and she's got these dragons, these like little baby dragons that are like ha- hanging on her. I think in the book they like breastfeed off of her too or something. Right. Well, this this one was not breastfeeding. It was just limply dangling over her genitals. But so I ran back to the Fanographics booth, which is who I was there with, and I was like, hey, there's a naked woman that was wearing nippled pasties over her nipples, and she's got a rubber bat over her body. And everybody's like, nope, that's not true. That's not happening here at this event. Wow. And I'm like, but there is. And they like nobody believed me. Like, nobody there. They just thought <laughs> I was being silly. I'm like, but I'm, I'm – you're – I'm earnestly telling you this. You make, and you, I'm not lying. It made me feel terrible about myself. Like I just thought I was lying. Yeah, but it was yeah. real. No, I I had a I had a thing like that where I had had this bumblebee and three baby bumblebees were flying in a line behind it, and I reached out behind the last one and I cupped my hand very gently around it and then opened it up before I could like land and sting on me, sting me. And it just kept flying, but it was sort of like out of alignment with the other bees. Then they were just like flying in this very steady. And anyway, I went in and told my, my aunts and grandma about it. And they just called me a liar and made me cry. But it was real. Yeah. Yeah. It really I would have rather seen, I would have rather seen the naked lady. <laughs> See, and me, no, I'd rather switch. I've got a picture. She got arrested, and I have a photo uh-huh. of her in the outfit that for that day. She got arrested oh, you, for can, the outfit, or was you have it? The, yeah. the fo- do you have the photo with you, or I mean, somewhere on my phone. But like, I can send it to you. But like, I mean, if you look up the name, of the character, and Comic Con, uh-huh. then it comes up. Like, I was like, like a Google image search, and it was like exactly like the moment I saw her is when somebody took a picture of her. So she's like at the food court talking to her nerdy boyfriend, and it's like it's really crazy, like. I can't, yeah, I can't believe that this really happened, but it did. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
So I, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you guys two options. Uh, we can do a get to know your podcast, or we could go down Zach's road with his James Bond thing. I kind of already said mine. Okay, yeah, he already said it. Oh, yeah, oh I thought there was more to it. Arrested. Well, that's like the main one. Like the main okay. one's like, where is his pissed off kid? He's ideally a woman. Right. It's just like your philandering has led to the death of how many women have died because James Bond slept with them. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. He's like he's like the Martin Shkreli of like the Secret Service. He's like like the worst <laughs> person. And so I'm still looking for this picture. And so it's just like somebody, some kid. Uh-huh. I mean, it makes sense. Like it's over. It's way overdue for that storyline. That's all. Right. Do you worry yeah. a little bit that that's kind of you know like I feel like the beginning of the the beginning of Kill Bill Part One kind of invites that storyline, and people it just does? be like, yeah, because she kills. Uh, what is that woman's name? Uh, Vivica A. Fox. And then mm-hmm. her kid sees, and she's like, come and find me in 20 years if you're still sore about this or something. And uh, it's kind of, you know, I just, I, I worry, nobody remembers that. Never mind. No. <laughs> I don't like those movies about that guy. I think he's a bad filmmaker. <laughs> um, that's me. Well, I mean, he's... No, that's fine. He's... I don't think, I, I think those two movies specifically have maybe flaws that I don't necessarily see or that I gloss over with most of his other movies. I, I, I like the, I like the movies, uh, but you know, I also, I also like new Daenerys Stormborns. <laughs> so what? I, I like new Daenerys Stormborns at comic cons. Right. I'm low. I'm of low brow. New Daenerys, <laughs> that's her name, Daenerys Stormborn. Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> Man, that show's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong, but they got nudity in it, so I'm a big fan of nudity. <laughs> My friends have a band called that. Nudity? Yeah. That's nice. a great band name. <laughs> yeah, God, I'm good. jealous of that. Celeb nipple slips. Celeb nip slip. Uh, I can read my my story though. We've we've taken up plenty of time. It's up to you. All right, let me just read it in, okay. in case we need something to cut. Okay. Uh, between. Uh, da, da. Let me. Okay, new Denarius. <laughs> Mike's going through his tabs. Nine of them are new Denarius. Denarius. Did you find the picture for Comic Con? No, I couldn't find it yet. All right, I'm gonna. I'm still looking then. Right. So I feel I feel like I'm out of the loop since I'm the only one here who's never been to Comic Con. Well, I, Zach's been so much that he's annoyed by it, and I understand that. Like I, I I was just so blown away by how huge it was, and it was I I, I definitely like I'd like there's a handful of people I'd like to go there with and just see them kind of trip out on how big it is. Yeah, but I, it's also not a thing that I would want to go to every year. But I, I had kind of had a great time with it. But um, I just I feel like you know being a, a comic book geek in the late '80s, really the late '80s, when I'd read about this stuff in like comic scene, and I'd be like, oh my god, I have to go to this. And uh, that's the version of it that I want to see. Where you know John Byrne is wandering around and and uh, Chuck well, Dixon I mean, is like, drunk. There was like you know Bill Sakowitz is hanging out and there's yeah. you know all there's a lot of 
there's a lot of at least this last year there was a lot of i mean the i think all the attention goes to like when they're like oh there's going to be a new marvel movie or whatever but there's still a just there's still the biggest there's still the biggest like convention floor on the history of the planet and right. there's plenty of comics plenty of toys plenty of weird shit plenty of indie people selling their wares so i i I can see how it might have at one day been just a comic book convention and if and that would be enticing too. But there's, you know, just giant displays of, you know, like, you know, Square Enix having a Final Fantasy display that's the most giant, insane thing you've ever seen. But um right. I I loved it. But I was gonna tell you guys about Hugh the Manatee. Okay. Oh, Humanity, a longtime fixture at the Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium. Thirty-eight year old manatee named Hugh died under unknown circumstances back in April. This week, new graphic details about his demise are pitting federal agencies against the Florida Aquarium about how best to preserve the vulnerable species. Oh, wow. After Hugh's death in April, the FWC's Fish and Wildlife Research Institute's Marine Mammal Pathobiology Lab started an animal autopsy on the creature. As first reported by the local ABC affiliate, the U.S. Department of Agriculture re- released an autopsy report and claimed the aquarium failed to protect Hugh during an aggressive sexual interaction <laughs> with his brother, Buffet. Buffet? Buffet. <laughs> It might be Buffett, but I'm going to say Buffet because I think that that's Buffet. a funnier name of a uh, of a manatee to get rectally <laughs> killed by. Uh, ABC seven ABC 7's further report quotes the USDA claiming that the facility representatives observed high intensity sexual behavior between the two marine mammals. Hugh experienced rectal penetration. Oof. That morning of the incident, and employees later collected fecal samples from Hugh that included fresh blood. Oh. Hugh reportedly you. died due to a 14.5 centimeter rip in his colon alongside other traumatic injuries. Go buffet. <laughs> the sexual behavior continued throughout the day with periods of rest between high intensity interactions and occasional penetration, according to the USDA, which isn't that the people that tell you that your beef's okay? Right. Yeah. They just going to eat this creature. Yeah. According to the USDA, quoted by ABC7, at approximately 5.15, the larger male was observed penetrating the smaller male again. When the larger male swam away, the smaller male was seen unresponsive at the bottom of a pool. Well, that's kind of sad. Now now you're taking something fun and lighthearted and making it sad. (laughs) Gizmodo reached out to the USDA for a full statement on the allegations against the Moat Aquarium. Glad we're using the... Oh, go ahead. Richard Bell, a spokesperson for the agency's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. Rick Bell, yeah. He, He told us, we take complaints seriously and we look into the allegations to determine whether there are any animal whether there are any animal welfare one more time we take all complaints seriously and look into the allegations to determine whether there are any animal welfare act non-compliances that need to be addressed he was born in captivity and lived at the moat with his brother buffet 
for close to 27 years. The Florida variety of manatees normally live for 60 years, and they usually experience about several months of changed behavior, including a good deal more friskiness each year. This period can start in spring and extend to around September. After news of the report picked up steam earlier this week, the Moat Lab released a statement on Wednesday describing Hughes' death. The aquarium revised its earlier release and stated that the manatee had, quote, engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior and documented in manatees both in managed care and in the wild. The report further claims that this was the first time staff witnessed mating behavior between Hugh and his brother, but there was no sign of discomfort or distress. Because meaning that like basically one manatee said to the other one, hey, if you hook me up, I'll hook you up. <laughs> anyway, Moat claimed that the two were mutually seeking each other's attention throughout the day. The lab veterinarians tried to distract the pair instead of separating them in order to avoid undue anxiety from being mm-hmm. separated. Despite the strange circumstances surrounding Hugh's death, any loss of a Florida man to see is a travesty. <laughs> Conservationists have constantly sounded the alarm about the species dying off due to the loss of fish and habitat. This year, several major conservation groups sued the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, saying the agency had failed to protect the manatee populations. Probably very true, especially in Florida. Wildlife officials have taken to the mass lettuce feedings in order to preserve the mammals after massive seagrass loss throughout the Caribbean. Or is it Caribbean? I don't know. It depends on if you're talking about a queen or not. Oh, it's true. Yeah. And if you're sharing a similar dream. (laughs) Oh, that's Billy Ocean, right? Yeah, Billy Mm -hmm. Ocean. On my honeymoon, we were at Disney World, and it was like a Wednesday at 1 p.m., and there's a huge amphitheater with like 3,000 seats and a banner that said, free pizza, eat to the beat with Billy Ocean. And he was on stage performing... And there was like nine people eating free pizza and just like not looking at him. Wow. It's amphitheater. And it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I I couldn't find the picture I was was telling you guys about. I will find it. I do have it somewhere. I overlooked it, I guess. But I did send a relevant photo to Mike as well as an important GIF. Okay. So I found the GIF of Teeny Yothers. Uh, my friend Darcy has a story that is one of the saddest and hilarious stories where um, she was, his family was sitting around watching the family ties, Teeny Others being the youngest daughter on family ties. Uh-huh. And Teeny Others came on, and Darcy's dad goes, Oh, that little girl is so ugly. Just the, <laughs> ugly, just the ugliest actress. Just what? How did they? What? How do they even let an actress that ugly on TV? Like, I mean, just, just look, look at her. I mean, look at, look at her. She just, I can't, you know. And she's in this attractive family, and they just have this uggo for a daughter. It's just, it's completely <laughs> stupid and unrealistic. And then a couple weeks later go by. I believe uh, Family Ties was a Thursday night show, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, it started off Sunday, and then I think it moved to Thursday. A part of the part of the original must see TV lineup. And about a month goes by, and the family sit in there, and they all sit down to watch 
family ties and fa- and then they come in and Alex comes in and goes like, yeah, I'm a Republican. And Mallory comes in and goes, ah, I'm dumb. And then, uh, and the mom and dad go like, ah, where are my mom and dad? And then teeny others comes in and, uh, and Darcy's dad goes, Oh, look at that. Look at that girl. You know, you kind of look like her Darcy. And Darcy, he forgot what he said. He forgot what he said. And Darcy lost her shit crying. And you said he was ugly. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's such a weird. That's such a. Why would a dad like? Why would any of that happen? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Especially because we, we all know we okay. all know Harriet from Small Wonder is the ugliest child act- actor ever. Ever. Well, yeah. 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 Well, she's and and Harriet's up there with fucking what is it, Bobby? I've never the the main kid. <laughs> oh, main kid, that guy, the guy with the punchable the face. Yeah, there's Jamie. never been a child that Jamie. I want to. Jamie, yeah, there's never been a child that I wanted to punch with a closed <laughs> no. fist as much as Jamie. Like yeah. Harriet, yes, it, annoying, and but does a great job somehow. Like the, she transcends to a level that, like, okay. she might have actually been a really sweet kid, and you know, and like you know, okay. knew better that to not wear her hair in that awful Harriet way when not on set. But I don't believe that Jamie was anything but Jamie on right. set. Really, really, real a real piece of shit, that kid. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, but, um, me, they see yeah, what happened to Jamie. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I, I really feel like I failed you guys in not finding this naked picture um, of this woman at Comic-Con, but I will... I promise you, I will find it and get it to you. Do you know about Gary Spivey? I know that name. I don't know who that is off the top of my head. He was a televangelist. Um, and uh, he, so somebody I think about you guys, it seems like somebody you might talk about on the show. Um, my phone has too much on it for me to send any messages right now. Too much gigabyte or whatever. <laughs> but um if you guys look up Gary and Spivey, it's S-P-I-V-E-Y. I wouldn't, if I'm ever allowed to return to your show, I would like to uh, pitch that we try to discover a little more about Gary Spivey. Okay. Okay. Are you looking at a picture exciting. I'll do a deep dive into Gary Spivey. So just take a look at, I do okay. a very shallow dive, like right now, just to like, see, just to get yourself the taste. Oh my God. Yeah. Now that's some hair. Yeah. I mean, this it's not hair, real. but it's hair. That guy went, he went on television week after week with that on. Seriously speaking about Jesus. So I I just want to let Mike know that in 2012, it was reported that the the guy who played Jamie was destitute and that a former advisor and a girlfriend stole his trust fund. No girlfriend. He never had a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. That's a lie. (laughs) I mean, some people might say, ah. But I say, ha ha. Let's see. Oh, I try also, to go to his website, his official website, but it says this content isn't available right now. If you have a TV show in syndication for five years, why do you need a trust fund? Yeah, it's hard to hard to understand that. I mean, because his parents probably took all his money. That they did that to me. Yeah, my see? parents did that. My mom did. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to tell that story, Zach? I don't know. I don't have to. I was that kid on the game show that like won everything. Like I was like the, I swept kids week on this game show. 
And I won. I got every question right except one in two episodes. And I like built up thousands of dollars. And my grandfather died and left me all my money for college. Uh-huh. And I don't know where it went for my mom, but <laughs> I never got the check. Uh, Zach seems to be pointing at his nose. I had an itch. <laughs> so did she. Yeah. <laughs> So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. We have some amazing shirts at Redbubble, and we would appreciate it if some of our listeners would writhe and wriggle in public while wearing them. So check out our INS merch store at Redbubble, and we'll see you next week. See you in hell. God bless hell. What, what card are you holding up? Oh, no card. Oh, or this card. No. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.